0: Hi, everyone. Thank you. Oh, once again, you're too much. You're too much. You guys are going to clap yourselves to death if you don't tone it down a little bit. Okay, we have a great show today. My name is Abby Sullivan, um, and this is the Drew Barrymore Show Weekly Recap Podcast. Um, A little bit of housekeeping. I just started an Instagram account at TDBS Weekly Recap. Um, I'm going to be posting, like, some exclusive visual content there whenever I feel like it, I guess. And I also have a um, Twitter account that's also the same handle, at TDBS Weekly Recap. So please follow. I tweet, like, things I think are funny. <laughs> um, okay, also, in this episode, we are featuring two brand new games to the show. The first is going to be called... Drew Killed Laura Palmer, and the second is called Druvia, and both feature some of my best friends in the world, so you're gonna wanna stick around for those. This week was so incredible i can't wait to tell you all about it we have a lot to talk about and i can't wait to get into it with you guys you're gonna love it we're
1: kicking off cake week with a man whose wedding cake i actually ate <laughs> we decided to celebrate cakes this entire week because you know why not it's cake week cake week and all the week <laughs> long we're shining a light on special cake it's cake week at the show and uh you know that so Um, it is Cake Week on this show. We're here in Cake Week, when you're doing Cake Week and you get to work with Duff, let's kick it off with Cake of the Day. Please. Cake of the Day. It's Cake Week here at the show. Okay, Ellie, it's Cake Week on the show.
2: I couldn't be happier that I'm here during Cake Week, the most iconic of weeks.
1: The aproposness of Cake Week. Happy Cake Week to you.
0: Happy Cake Week to you. you. Happy Cake Week Drew Barrymore. Happy Cake Week to you. you. (laughs) So this week was Cake Week if you couldn't tell from that montage of audio that I beautifully edited together. Okay, (laughs) I have a pitch for a theme week. Um, now you've know, you may have noticed that the theme weeks are usually um, very lighthearted: craft week, beauty week, and now cake week. I think it would be hilarious if they they had something really heavy as um, one of their theme weeks, like like religion week or something, and it's all just like very somber, respectful conversations. Um, very deep and heavy but there is room for frivolity too like um like one bit they could do would be like like a priest and a rabbi walk into the drew barrymore show and then they compete for who can convert courtney the fastest to their religion oh speaking of courtney this is important so i actually on tuesday i had this epiphany where i just realized like wait a minute Where is she? Where's Courtney? What have they done with her? Because you may have noticed I haven't mentioned her in the past few podcast episodes because she just simply has not been around. She hasn't been around. So I tweeted, hey, at Drew Barrymore TV, where's Courtney? Exclamation point. I miss her frowny face hashtag Courtney. And that was at 1030 Tuesday night. And then Wednesday morning, the second I started watching the episode,
1: Courtney,
0: I'm so excited that you're here today. Look, it could be a coincidence, but um let's just say some things we'll get to later lead me to believe that possibly it was a direct nod to me, Abby Sullivan. Um again, we'll talk more about this later, but you know, Drew, she's she's a phenom, but even she has to experience the week in order. So let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's start with Monday.
1: Ah! <laughs> Hold on. Yes! 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 Oh, Molly! Ah! Yes! That's it!
0: I did it! That was a clip of Drew making a splatter cake. No, I will not elaborate. Now, there was um, most of this episode, at least half of it, was an interview with Jimmy Fallon.
1: Anytime he'd be
0: like, you can
1: come over. See, I can't do a Jack Nicholson said. <laughs> I like hearing you do impressions. You can come over for dinner. That <laughs> doesn't work at all.
0: First of all, I think it's really funny that Drew's impression of Jack Nicholson, the content of it, is just him asking her to dinner at his house. So relatable, classic Jack, classic Jack. The interview overall, I do have to say, it was, it was really good. I think, you know, I am personally, my personal opinion is that Jimmy Fallon, I haven't really liked him in a, in years. Um, but I always have a soft spot for him and I love to see him like this, like with someone where you know he's not pretending and like putting on a facade of like, oh, I really like this person. Like you know that they're genuinely friends. Um, and having fun. So I think it was a really good, genuine interview. They played a really fun game with a name I'm Mad I Didn't Think of First. Okay, so we're going to do Truth or Dare. All right, Truth or Dare. They had, so Jimmy was on the show to promote his children's book, and they had a prop set dressing that was a giant version of the book, and it looked heavy. Like, it was legit. Um, and so he had to bench press that as part of the game. Yeah, um, you know, just the usual for the Drew Barrymore show. (laughs) Okay, Drew's news. I have a few meatless ex-boyfriends. Most of it was pretty boring because Ross Matthews is gone. Where'd he go? But they did have a um, cake fun fact that I thought I'd share with you all. For 200 years, fishermen
1: took this cake by their, made by their wives usually on their annual oyster harvest and the fudge like kept it together and congealed without going bad when they were out on the boat for a long time. So that's the interesting fun fact about
0: that. I just thought it was neat. Okay, Tuesday. <laughs> oh my God! Back. Oh my no. God! <laughs> Hey, while I'm here, what do you guys think Drew Barrymore thought of Mank? Do we think she watched it even? Do we think she's seen it yet? I do think she's probably too busy at the moment, but it's on her cue. It's on her cue. If you're listening to this, Drew, please DM me at TDBS Weekly Recap and let me know what you think of Mank. What do we think she thinks of Mank? Did she like it? Did she think it was a little bit overdone? What did she think of Amanda Seyfried's performance? I just want to know. Um moving on. <laughs> Ross Matthews was back, which I was very happy about, of course, as you, as you know, if you listen to this podcast, but he, I'm confused. What is his schedule? <laughs> I want to see his, um, I want to see his schedule. I want to see what it looks like. He is just sometimes there and sometimes not. I feel like they need to just go all in with him or all out. Because this, like, some, they have a good rapport, but they can't build it if he's, like, gone half the time. You know what I mean? That being said, he fully delivered as usual, and this was one of the best Drew's news I've seen. And I feel like I'm saying that every week because they just keep outdoing themselves. If you're trying to get a job or a boyfriend, write a letter. Sage advice, sage advice. I don't really think it applies to anything, but, um... She then started talking about her her like
1: personal life. Ross, I recently made a gesture. Yep, I sent what? a little care package to someone. Wait, 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 for mm-hmm. reals? For reals, I did it. Tell me everything. Can... I don't know, I don't know what will happen, and I have to tell you, I sent it without any expectation. I was just so proud to brush off the icicles and even just think about you something of- cute to do And that's part of like a romance. Everybody wants like a response from their gesture. And I think that's the wrong intention. I was just happy to do something and have the intrigue enough to do so.
2: How did we bury the lead in Drew's news? I'm sorry, you it's been like five years for you mm-hmm. dating. You recently sent it out, like a package to I somebody? did,
1: I sent a little thing, and uh, you know I'm gonna report back first to you. Okay. All right, all right, next story. I have okay. a million more questions,
2: but I'll wait for commercial. Okay, go, go, well, go. Well, <laughs> and you know I'm gonna tell you everything. At the okay. Commercial.
0: Let's take bets on the odds that Drew's gonna get married on her own show. It's a bet I would take, um, I think the odds, are okay. (laughs) I think that they're decent. And then she tried to end the show 15 minutes early. All right, well,
1: that does it for us on uh, Cake Week. Did you find the baby? Wait, it doesn't do it for
0: us on Cake Week. What am I talking about? (laughs) The way she's like, that does it for Cake Week, it's like she not only thought it was 10 a.m., she also thought it was Friday. Now, as you know, I am a huge Santa Clarita Diet fan. Um, It's one of my favorite Netflix originals. And before we move on to Wednesday, I'm just gonna leave you with this little tidbit, this little um, bit of trivia she dropped on us.
1: Yes, we play him and his wife, Krista, our rival realtors. In fact, the writers, because I always said realtor, and they wrote this dialogue And for him that's messing with me saying like, I obviously don't know my business because I can't even pronounce it the right way.
0: Okay, now moving on to Wednesday. Abby. Ah, Drew, I, I, I didn't see you there. Is there something I can do for you? Game. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. Thank you for reminding me. We have a new game to premiere today. It's called Drew Killed Laura Palmer. Are you excited, Drew? I think you might be. Games are so important to me. Yes, I have one of my best friends, Amanda, on the line right now. Amanda, are you ready to play Drew Killed Laura Palmer?
2: Okay, I don't know who Laura Palmer is.
0: Great, that's perfect. So the rules are, the rules are, I'm going to explain to you how I don't think the Drew Barrymore show could exist without Twin Peaks. And you have to pretend to be interested the whole time. Okay, because I don't even know
2: what that is really either.
0: Do you think you can do this because (laughs) if I catch even a whiff of disinterestedness, you lose the game.
2: (laughs) Oh, okay. Wow. All right. So I just have to like nod along and act really into what you're saying.
0: Yes, you have to act like you agree with me and um, that you understand what I'm saying and that this is like the most fascinating conversation you've ever had. Okay. I can try. Okay, we ready? To play Drew killed Laura Palmer? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, great. I'm gonna need you to sound more interested than that. (laughs) Okay, yeah, I'm, oh my god, so interested. Uh, Okay, I'll do better. No, that was perfect. I liked that level of interest. Okay. Now, I don't think that the Drew Barrymore show could exist without the show Twin Peaks, directed by David Lynch. And I will tell you why. I'll tell you why, Amanda. Okay. Yeah, definitely. First of all, the show has, of course, a lot of surreal elements, right? Like, right, yeah. Exactly, like Twin Peaks is so surreal, and I feel like they have kind of matching vibes in that way. And it, sometimes it even has, like, just a broad Lynchian, like, like Mulholland Drive. Mulholland Drive, even. Mulholland Drive, yeah. Like, how am I, how did I end up here? Is this reality? I don't even know. Where am I? Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Very Lynchy, and I, I feel that. Yes, like that is the vibe. And then, like, even. It just seems like the Drew Barrymore show would be a TV show that a character in Twin Peaks was watching. I think, were they? I think so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like. Like, it just seems like that could be, you know, like she's interviewing dolls like that yeah. that don't speak back. And then like, even the the preview for the show, the trailer before it even aired was like a clip of her interviewing herself on The Tonight Show. Yeah, And that is something that I feel like James from Twin Peaks would love to watch. Totally. I can almost like picture him watching it. Like, I feel like I have seen that in an episode of Twin Peaks. <laughs> yes. James, yeah, he got off his motorcycle and then he turned on CBS and that's what he was watching. Yes. First, like, first we have to address that, you know, the vibe is very Lynchian. Now, I feel like David Lynch directing Twin Peaks and creating Twin Peaks is so important to TV. So important. For a lot of reasons. Right. But the one that directly correlates to this conversation is that David Lynch was a film director, Amanda. Yeah. A film director? He was a film director, and at that time, people in film, film actors, film directors, if they went to TV, that was seen as a huge step down for their really? Career. Yes, it was. Wow, I didn't know that. And so what David Lynch did by creating Twin Peaks was he made it like, it's like a prestigious thing now for a film director or a film actor to move to the television arena. Uh-huh and that show turned TV into like, it was able to be this kind of like artistic thing that like everyone wanted to do. So fast forward 30 years. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, fast forwarding. Exactly, exactly. Drew Barrymore, a film actress and director and producer is able to move to TV. First of all, she's already done a TV show. It was a Netflix show, Santa Clarita Diet, so that was kind of like the first move to TV for her. Right, right. That was her big step. Exactly. And, um, you know, she's able to do this and it's not a step down for her career at all because other, otherwise I don't think she would do it. And so that's why I think that this show could not exist without Twin Peaks. Yeah.
2: And just like, as you were talking about with Twin Peaks, like so artistic I don't think there's been a show more artistic since, besides the Drew
0: Barrymore show. Exactly! Exactly! It broke the mold and so was the Drew Barrymore show. That's exactly what's happening here. Totally. I totally get what you're saying. There's a direct correlation. I know it. You gotta dig deeper into this. I feel like you're really onto something. I think so too. Do you think Drew Barrymore knows David Lynch? Mm.
2: yeah, for sure.
0: Do you think that they have exchanged more than like a couple words? really challenging. yeah it it seems like he's the type of person who would just really like be best friends with her I feel like there's a lot going on behind the scenes that we just don't know about (laughs) I think so too I would love to be a fly on the wall of one of those conversations I want that so badly for you I know I bet someday I'll have a sleepover with Drew Barrymore and David Lynch, and we'll just talk. We'll just talk all night. <laughs> An adult sleepover
2: with you and,
0: <laughs> yeah, the two of them. I, I think it's, it's possible. It's definitely on the cards. All right. Well, thank you so much, Amanda. You are the first person to ever win a game on, on my show. No yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. my God. I hope there's a prize for this. There's not, but congratulations. You, I really believed that you were interested the whole time.
2: Thank you. I try. Okay, yeah.
0: And I, I really don't know who David Lynch is. All right. Thanks, Amanda. Wednesday.
1: She's an icon, a phenom, and after bursting onto the scene, please welcome Courtney. She spent time with tastemakers, dignitaries, and the simply divine Neil Patrick Harris. But she's not just an international superstar. She's an incredible friend and always knows what to say. This is Courtney! Ladies and gentlemen, Courtney! Wisdom for Courtney. Courtney, I was once like you young, wide eyed, and born in a doll factory. And the 80s are great, but you know what else is great? Becoming an adult. Wait, Courtney, let me finish. Just you wait, Courtney. You've got a big life ahead of you. You can be like us child actors who have grown up and, 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 and we're, we're doing good. Look, that's, that's the bottom line.
0: I, I don't even know. I've been doing this podcast now for a, a little while and I don't even know where to begin unpacking that. Courtney made her return and boy, was it triumphant. They did this whole sketch. This happened during her interview with Neil Patrick Harris. They did this whole sketch with Courtney. And it was so funny. I, I was crying. It was like one of the funniest things I've seen all year. This interview with Courtney where they treat her like an 80s child star and give her advice. And she just sits there unblinking. Whenever they cut back to her, I, I lost my mind. I'm obsessed with Courtney. There could always be more Courtney. Okay, here's a summary of her interview with Duff Goldman, a.k.a. the Ace of Cakes, a.k.a. the Ace of Cake Week.
1: I love hearing that you were economically challenged. Have some fun! Yes! (laughs)
2: Ah, 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 (laughs) Ah, yes! Surprise!
0: Surprise! Ah! (laughs) And then, I uh, I can only draw from context clues that uh, a cat wandered onto the set or something. I don't. Oh, there's
1: the kitchen cat.
2: There's a kitchen cat?
1: <laughs> yeah, Arthur. I call him the kitchen cat because he often coos and purrs when yummy,
0: delicious things are taking place. <laughs> As a viewer at home, I, was, I thought I was having a stroke. I thought that I, it was the kind of moment that makes you stop and go, wait, am I, am I high? Um, but no, there really was apparently just a cat that they never showed on camera that she just talked about a lot. Wednesday's cake of the day was a Jello cake, which led to a lot of this.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm
1: not, I know. Check out her Instagram. I might be. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay, before we move on to Thursday. I'm really excited to share this with you. I once again have asked Drew Barrymore to give me a review of this podcast and she sent back yet another very thoughtful reply.
1: Um, Abby, I don't get this. I don't understand what it is. So helpful, so helpful.
0: Okay, now on a Thursday.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it is.
1: And Drew's just a little bit excited. And laundry really saved my life. Sorry, little grandma though.
0: We're gonna have to eat ya. Drew's in a new movie and she had Ellie Kemper on to help promote it. Ellie Kemper is also in the film. So much, our wild, wacky film, The Standout is out tomorrow. Oh, so close, Drew, so close. The movie is actually actually called The Um, (laughs) Stand-In. I actually don't know how to watch it and I have not seen a trailer. I don't think it's being promoted very well in general, but I bet it's good. It has a really good cast, but um, so I will try to check it out. Um, but just make sure make sure you type in the stand in and not the stand out. I can see how that would be confusing. Okay, so we are moving right along to Friday.
1: She is an elusive bee that I feel like I'm in like a cat fight with. I'm like pulling her hair, and we're biting each other and hissing and spitting, and I want to just tie her up and be like, Oh God, you!
0: One day I'm gonna find you! I'm gonna find your address! Balance. That was an excerpt from Drew's wonderful interview with Kristen Bell. Now, there is something else about this interview that I want to discuss, and that is the game they played.
1: Um, will you try playing a little something with me real quick? I would love to. Okay. Um, we're gonna try something new. It's called Drew or False, and we're gonna show a few little factoids about Kristen.
0: If you listen to this podcast, you listened to two episodes ago, I believe. Um, that Will probably sound pretty familiar to you. Um, I don't know. I guess, I guess it could It could be um, quite the coincidence. Um, it's the same name but different rules. It's not exactly how I would have adapted Drew or False to the format of the show. I would have done it differently. You know, I, I would have played Drew or False maybe with the VFFs, but um, and yes, of course, this could be a coincidence, but I felt like I did have to say something and. I guess all I really have to say is I'm I am available. (laughs) I uh, have a pretty impressive, if I do say so myself, television resume that I've been building up over the past few years. Um, And I love the Drew Barrymore show. And I would love to be able to officially contribute in any way that I could. So, um, I'm just putting that out into the ether, into the universe. Um, I would love to work with, work for the show in any way. Um, and I just feel like I should say that in case there is someone listening to this, um, which I now (laughs) feel like there might be, or else it's just like the craziest coincidence. Now with that in mind, I actually thought about scrapping this next segment, um, just in because of this, but we're still gonna do it. I have a new game that I'm debuting called Druvia. And the brave contestant in the first ever game of Druvia is one of my best friends, Lauren. So let's get started. Okay, Lauren, are you ready to play Druvia? So ready. Do you need a refresher on the rules? Yes, please. Okay, so I have in front of me eight cards. And on each card is a little bit of trivia about Drew Barrymore that specifically I learned from watching the show. And so to win, you have to get five out of eight trivia questions, correct? Does that make sense? Yes. Do you have any questions? No. Okay, great. Are you ready to begin? Yes, I'm so ready.
2: I was born ready.
0: Okay, I'm shuffling the cards so they're in random order. Okay. Okay, the first trivia question. Drew has a dog with the same name as one of her Charlie's Angels co-stars for some reason. What is the dog's name?
2: Oh, man.
0: Did I ask if it's
2: like a, a first name or a last name? Is it like first and last, for the formal?
0: Good question. It's just the first name.
2: Oh, okay.
0: Um, I guess I'm gonna
2: go oh, with Lucy.
0: Yes, it's Lucy. Correct. Yes. Correct. You're on the board. Thank God. You're starting strong. Okay. The second one is a multiple choice question. So we all know that Drew is passionate about. Filmmaking, correct. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is correct. i right. So, <laughs> she also has a lot of other passions that um, are not filmmaking. So, with that in mind, which of the following is not one of Drew's other passions? Oh man, okay. A, affordable interior design. B, fixing antique clocks. C, stain removal.
2: Oh. Um, these those all sound very much like Drew. I feel like stain removal. I feel like she is very into that, even though it's not a hobby per se. But I bet Drew makes it a hobby. And then character design, or what's the other one? It was the oh, antique clock. That sounds so like kitschy and cute for Drew, but I feel like. I'm gonna say these the one she is not interested.
0: Correct. She one of her passions is not fixing antique clocks, but she might like it, so she should maybe try it. My I bet said.
2: she I bet she would get into it if she had the time, but she's busy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> she's too busy to fix antique clocks. Yeah. Okay. Next, Drew via question: How many ex-husbands does Drew have? Oh, I think. Uh, I think three. Correct. Yes.
1: You got married and divorced like five times. Yeah, three times <laughs> by the way. And never again.
0: You're killing this game. Oh,
2: yeah, I know. I love True. Killing it like uh her character on Santa Florida diet has to bring it back Netflix.
0: Yes, Netflix what's wrong with you. Although I don't I don't know if she'd be able to do to do it anymore, but Oh, I know. Yeah, someday. Okay. This is kind of a very broad one. Um, what is Drew's favorite book? Oh,
2: God. Um, for some reason, I feel like it would be like a children's book, but. Oh, geez. I'm gonna. Mm. Oh, man, what is a very Drew? Jordan... I feel like she would be excited about any book. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna go with something like the home edit or something.
0: (laughs) Incorrect. Her favorite book is the dictionary. Ah, she would. Yeah, you should (laughs) have. I don't know why you didn't get that one. (laughs) I know. Okay, this next one is a two-parter. Well, first, let's just ask the first part. What is Drew's favorite food?
2: Okay, her favorite food is uh macaroni and cheese? Yes, correct. Wait, really? Yes. Oh my gosh. True. Now, are you a fan of mac and cheese?
1: It's
0: um, my favorite food on planet Earth. You are absolutely correct. Her favorite food is macaroni and cheese, and you get an extra point if you can tell me what brand she likes the best. Annie's. Mmm. Kraft.
2: I I was going to say that, but I thought it might be too obvious.
0: I know, but the fact that you even got mac and cheese is incredible.
2: Yeah, I know. I'm impressed by that. I think I was just craving it and hoping that Drew was one of us. And she is.
0: Okay. Drew and I are on the same SSRI. One of, I think, many things we have in common. How many milligrams of Lexapro does she take? Um... Fifteen. Mm, she takes 20. She takes oh. 20. My Lexapro,
1: I'm on that too, but I <laughs> yeah. love, I need to, at 20 milligrams right now, I like could stick a fork in my leg, I wouldn't feel Listen.
2: That. Good for you, Drew. You,
1: you were so
0: close. Oh, I know my Lexapro. <laughs> if you're not on Lexapro, grow up. Okay, what is Drew's Zodiac sign?
2: Uh, I feel like some people that are really into those things could just probably pick it out right away based on her personality. I'm gonna say Libra because I'm a Libra.
0: She is a Pisces. Ooh. Yeah, she's a Pisces, and I think because we're getting closer to Pisces season, she talks about it every single day. Oh. So that's how I know it. (laughs) Okay, this is the last one. You're doing great. I'm, I haven't tallied yet, but I'm pretty sure you won.
2: <laughs> I feel like I might be like at four or like really close to the... Let's see. Might be a big one.
0: Yeah, this is the last one. What intriguing names did Drew give her kids? Ah, uh, I should know this, but I actually
2: don't. Oh no. Uh. Clover. I just made no. Mm, yeah, I just picked that.
0: I made that. Her kids' names are Frankie and Olive.
2: Ah. Oh. Frankie
0: and Olive. You were close. I feel like Clover was a good guess.
2: I know. Surprisingly, it was like planty.
0: <laughs> yeah, I stand by. I feel like if she ever has a third kid, it should be Clover. Let's tally up how many you got correct. Let's see. Four. You got four correct. Ah. Oh. If you had gotten, if you had just gotten that bonus point.
2: I'm impressed and disappointed.
0: I know. That's how I feel, too. All right. Well, you know what, Lauren? Next time, next time you'll win. I feel confident. You were so close. I'm
2: going to hone in on my skills in the meantime.
0: Yes, exactly. All right. Thank you so much for playing Druvia with me. This is the first time this game has been played on the show, and it's been a delight. Loved it.
2: Thank you so much.
0: All right. That does it for this week's The Drew Barrymore Show Weekly Recap Podcast. I'm Abby Sullivan. You can find more content um on instagram and twitter at tdbs weekly recap um, join us next week for some more of this